Check out these exclusive interviews from Royal Rumble Weekend with our very own Emily May, speaking to WWE superstars Maxine Dupree, Julius Creed, and Nia Jax. Let's start first with Maxine Dupree. I also wanted to hear from you about, you know, the, the, there's all Netflix news. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to, to Chad, and I was trying to figure out what show that Chad and Otis could be a part of. What show, like a reality show, a cooking show, maybe there's, you know, something fun that you want, a whole new show that you would want to be a part of if there was some crossover. Like, I think that we need an Alpha Academy reality show if it was up to me. I think that's a necessity. I don't know if there's any reality shows they could be a part of. Like, me and Otis are an item, and Chad has a beautiful wife and kids. Like, yeah, and their only shows in there are, are dating shows, I feel like. Well, we have to make our own. We have to make our own. Okay. So you can give it some thought, and we can figure yes. out a reality show. Yeah, yeah, and we'll pitch that. And I want 10%. Temper- oh, okay, 10%. Yeah, I thought you would go, like, 50%. Well, no, because I'm going to get a salary from the show, and then I want 10% of the idea that we're selling. I like your business sense. I like your business sense. <laughs> so there's been some talk about you maybe going and, and maybe being with Imperium or some other type of thing. Yeah. Is there any, like, thoughts of you leaving Alpha Academy? No, I would literally never. Period. Uh, no, especially not for Imperium. Oh my God. Do you have words for Imperium? No, it's just like, no, literally no. I have no other words. No, I'm I'm literally Alpha Academy to my core till I die. Can you tell? Yeah. Look at that, everyone. Look at that. Alpha Academy to her core. <laughs> so we've also had a lot of really exciting uh, female returns. Um, is there anyone that you have your eye on in 2024? Oh. Nia Jax because let's not forget the Battle Royal when I was celebrating and she eliminated me for literally no reason except for to be mean she needs to get hers I need to get my lick back so Nia Jax anyone else you know I think that if we're thinking like tag team division I think me and Ivy could could go for those titles I think that's a possibility and then I also think there's a lot of you know animosity with Valhalla still so there's a lot going on in 2024. Kater Wrestling, and it is Royal Rumble weekend. I am with one half of the Creed Brothers, Julius. How are you doing? You said it's been emotional this weekend. We're heading into such a, a, a historic, exciting match and weekend. How are you feeling? Man, I don't know if emotional is the right word. I'm usually uh, kind of emotionless, and that's kind of uh, the, the reputation, I guess, I had, especially down in NXT. They used to make that joke that I was a robot all the time. I try not to ride the highs. I try not to ride the lows. I try to stay right in the middle. And uh, just a question and a, a different interview uh, brought me back to a different moment and did make me a little bit emotional. So see that, Shawn Michaels? I do have emotion. I do have feelings. I'm not just a robot. Oh, goodness. Call me Shawn Michaels. Okay. That's the guy. I love Shawn. I love Shawn. It's all love. He knows that. But uh, that was something that I always struggled, especially early on in my career, to to have emotion and stuff and he pushed me to be a better performer and uh to be able to bring that side of my me out you know i think 
the, the greatest form of love is like self-discipline and being able to push when you're uncomfortable. I take a lot of pride in being a, a creature of discomfort and it's very uh, uncomfortable for me to, to let my emotions show on TV and Sean knew that and he pushed me to be a better performer because he tried to bring that out of me. Well, talk, uh, talk a little bit about, you had one of the most uh, much-anticipated debuts. Lots of fans were talking about it, and they were so proud of the work that you did, uh, you know, when you debuted on the main roster. What was that, like, speaking of emotions and, like, the work and just putting in that work, how was it to debut the Creed Brothers in such a big way? Uh, sometimes you can get caught up in those moments, uh, whether it was competing for a state title or competing for a national title or a spot on the Olympic team. Uh, if you step back and you assess how big the moment really is, you won't be able to operate it at your best state. So it was kind of just matter of fact, left foot in front of the right, let's handle business one thing at a time. And as we're getting ready to go out and our music was hitting, uh, my brother said something to me. He's like, you know, this got the opportunity to change our lives. And he's saying it all choked up like that. And I said, dude, we just got to handle business right now. Just one thing at a time. Let's go out there. Let's fight like hell for each other. Let's give it full effort. You know, you can't hide effort. You can't fake passion. Let's go and let those things uh, shine through. And then whatever happens, happens. Let's try to be undeniable. And, you know, he's risen to the occasion his entire life. He's never been like a practice room guy or a, a training guy. He's a guy that turns on when the lights are bright. I'm the same guy that I am Monday to, to Sunday. So we're, we're very different in a lot of ways. He always scares me like, is this dude going to show up? And But he always delivers, you know. I think he gets that from my, my dad. My dad was a, a UPS guy, and, you know, if it was rain, it was shine, it was uh, sleet, if it was hell or high water, he was going to deliver, and my brother delivers when the lights are on. So I think he gets that from my dad. Uh, what's something that we don't know about your brother that the fans wouldn't want to know? I don't know if the fans want to know it per, per se, but, man, uh, he's just a softie, you know. Uh, he's got another gear that he can hit, but he's just a big, goofy, lovable uh kind of guy very different from myself um we were talking the other week on a road trip you, you go down some weird avenues and we were saying you know what dog breed would represent you if if you were going to be a dog breed and i think it's a somewhat of a useful exercise and kind of fun and we were doing certain people you know ivy's the pit bull naturally cody rhodes is kind of like a husky which you know he's got the look the eyes and everything um and I kind of assigned him like a St. Bernard. He's big, he's fluffy, he's goofy, he's lovable, probably drooling, loves to eat. Uh, so I would say that my brother, you know, he turns, he flips the gear when he's out there, he shows up when the lights are on, but when he's not on screen, he's just a big, big teddy bear. So that's kind of cool. Okay, well, teddy bears are a dog breed. Well, St. Bernard, teddy bear, whatever it is, yeah. Well, what's your dog breed? I think we decided on a Doberman for myself, you know, kind of leaner kind of uh, meaner, kind of more athletic, uh, kind of like a little bit of edge and a little bit of point to them. And I think I was a Doberman is what we decided. I love English Mastiffs, so I love dogs in general, but we decided, I think, a Doberman for me. That's actually really perfect. I could see all of that, all of that happening. Um, so we're here at Royal Rumble weekend. What has been one of your personal favorite Royal Rumble moments that you can remember? Man, there's a lot of them. Uh, I've been running through them, you know, all weekend and you start thinking about them when this time of the year comes around. Just like, you know, when Christmas comes around, you think about the best gifts you got. You think of Royal Rumble when this time of the year comes. And um, all those moments, I think, are leading up to, to some really big things. So as cliche as it sounds, I think the, the best Royal Rumble memories of our lives, uh, lives are yet to come. Uh, I think for myself, for Brutus, for Ivy, um, 
But if I had to choose one, you know, I'll reel off a couple. Faces of Foley, uh, Cena's return. I liked AJ Styles' debut. I liked HBK getting it done from the one spot. I like Stone Cold winning at all those times. Cody Rhodes uh, coming back from the pack tear. All those are, are special moments in different eras of my life for different reasons. So, But the best one, I hope, is still yet to come. Exactly. I love it. Um, those are all moments that I know bring lots of joy to many people. Um, speaking of Ivy, um, you know, she had an incredible match against Rhea Ripley. What was your thoughts kind of seeing all that unfold? Just proud of her. Um, man, I do not get emotional about myself, but you, you guys keep asking about other people, and that's apparently that's my soft spot. Um, you know, Ivy's been, been there for the ride uh, the entire time. Uh, that we've been on TV, she's been there. She's, uh, no fault of her own, kind of always been by the ringside and like uh, been there. I don't want to necessarily say in the backdrop because that's kind of like insulting to her, but the, she hasn't always been the focus point. So for her to get the opportunity to go out there and perform and to be the focus point and uh, for everyone to realize what well, we already knew, how hard she works, how much she deserves it, how good she truly is, it was just a really proud moment and, and definitely proud of her in a lot of ways. I always joke with her. I say, you know, we got, I got two brothers, but she's the sister that I never wanted. Uh, but I'm glad that she is the sister that I have. What's on your playlist? Um, a lot of 2000 uh, hip hop and R&B. I love that. So uh, there was also the big news about Netflix, obviously, yeah. uh, and uh, Raw moving there. Um, so there's lots of binging of Netflix, right? Tons of stuff we could watch. Oh God, right? Is there a favorite show on Netflix that you'd love to be a part of? Uh, I love Piggy Blinders. I don't know where I'd fit on a Piggy Blinders, but I love me some Piggy Blinders. I think that it's such a great show. It's done so well. And I hope there's another season. I mean, I feel like it, I just, it keeps me wanting more every time I watch it. Uh, is there a reality show, like a cooking show or some type of reality show? Oh, the Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset gets me, yeah. I watch that show. That is very dramatic. I know. It's yeah. so dramatic. And you're like, oh my goodness, what's happening? Sometimes I'm like, no way. So I know we have to wrap things up because you're on a marathon of interviews, but... Um, what has it been like being back of making your return to WWE? The fans have just embraced you and you kind of have this whole new, just this whole new energy about you. So what has that journey been like? Oh, it's been incredible. I'm actually like happy that people get to see this side. I feel like my first time around, I wasn't as focused and I was in a different mindset and now I'm in a better place. And so it's been really good. And um, I'm actually loving the fact that there's new talent that I haven't got to work with that I get to work with now. So this has been cool. Um, so speaking of talent that you haven't worked with, is there a match uh, with some new talent that you just have on your bucket list? Um, you know, I have been saying it, Lash Legend is an incredible talent I see in NXT, and I would love to get in the ring with her. 